Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We back in the building. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode of your favorite sports show. You feel what I'm saying? The Grounded Out Sports Show is back in business, baby. <laughs> you feel me? Listen, we are back with another week, another show, another episode. Um, Just from a common fan, man. You know, common fan. Common sports fan, you know, more basketball than anything, you know, just a common fan, just opinions from a common fan uh, that talks a lot of basketball with, you know, a few sprinkles of some, you know, some things in between. And we do have um, some things, a lot more in between things than basketball things to get into uh, today. But if this is your first time tuning us uh, or checking us out, please subscribe to the channel. Um, we are live on YouTube right now. Uh, so sh- uh, shout out to everybody that is in um, our subscribers pool. You feel what I'm saying? Who is subscribed to the THC Media Network, whether you listen to this show or watch this show or listen to any other of our amazing shows that are on our network. We appreciate you. We love you. And we thank you. As I said at the beginning of the show, uh, we have a lot more in-between things, right? And though some of those in-between things may be wrestling, because I'm a big wrestling um, 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 kind of fanatic in a sense. Uh, I'm also, I do like football in a sense. It is football season. Uh, it has started. So we're going to call my cousin, uh, my cousin Scrap, who is also the co-host of the Opinionated Brother podcast. And we'll do some picks with Scrap. And uh, we'll talk week one uh, uh, scores from the NFL and um, how a lot of these games went, right? I've seen a lot of highlights because I love highlights. I love I love NFL highlights, right? I think during this season, the one thing I love to see is NFL highlights. And uh, week one ended in some things that I didn't think it was, gonna, w- was going to happen. And, um, you know, I don't like to be a, a person who, you know, sits here and tries to, you know, foretell the future, right? But um, it's some things that you know you gotta kind of just look out for uh, when it when it's week one that you know you kind of kind of gotta nip in the bud, you know. And and we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. So scrap will be on a little later in the show. But uh, we'll talk a little basketball, a little LeBron, Robs, uh, Robert Sar- Sarver, I think that's his name. Um, and we'll talk. Uh, I think uh, what do we, what else we have on the docket? I think that's the like only basketball thing we have on the docket. But other than that, we're going to talk the dark side of the ring, uh, which was a vice produced and directed uh, docu kind of series um, that I'm still kind of tapping into. I'm on season two right right now. I just got done with the Chris Benoit episodes, and uh, that the that series. If you are a wrestling fan of any kind, um, and if you love history in any type of way, um, especially wrestling history. Uh, I think it is a great docu-series to get into, especially the, the honestly, no pun intended, the dark side of the ring, really. Uh, because we don't hear, as fans, we don't hear about what's going on on the back end, right? I remember Chris Benoit dying. And before that, you know, them reporting that he killed his wife and his child and and i was like 
because I was a Chris Benoit fan at the time. So that was crazy. So we'll get into a little bit of that. And um, what else we got into on, on, on the document? There's there's something else. There was something else. There was ah 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 that white man, Brett Favre, right? <laughs> Um, three-time Super Bowl champion. He played for the Green Bay Packers. Um, he is also in the hot seat, um, just like kind of Robert Sarver, in a sense, um, of stealing money, right? Now, I think he's already been, you know, taken to court for what he's been taken to court for in the million dollars that he stole from the welfare fund for the... Uh, people of Mississippi and it has also it was been reported that he stole much more and we'll get into that as well so let's just start off with the um let's start off with the LeBron uh uh and and what did I call him Rivers <laughs> Lord have mercy give me one second y'all. I called him I called him Rob. If y'all if y'all listening right now, I'm 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 editing my 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 stuff right now because I called him, you know, Rob his name is Robert Server. I guess I tapped in River Server. <laughs> River Server. Um and I said that Robert, Mr. Server, should be uh banned um from the NBA. Uh you know You've been accused and charged of and uh, convicted of, honestly, um, you know, sexual favors or, you know, calling the N word and, you know, just things that are not of the dignity and the image like of the NBA. Now, um, we heard this is very very similar to the old Donald Sterling thing, right? Of how Dern, uh, you know, how Donald Sterling literally, uh, who was the former, I believe, owner of the Clippers, um, how he was using a lot of racial slurs and, you know, trying to uh, be very promiscuous with the women um, over there. And what what is it with white men in power promiscuity and just thinking that you have the audacity right I don't know I, I think if it was me I would punch one of those people in the face but you know in watching so many documentaries and even in, in, in even now and watching so many documentaries and and how people move when there are people in power, not just white men in power, right? But just people in those power who hold your position in their hands, right? Robert Sarver was one of those people. He's an owner, right? Um, a lot of people called him cheap um, from what reports are saying. You know, a lot of owners called him one of the cheapest owners, right? So when you have your constituents, in a sense, you know, really kind of you know not even giving you that that time of day uh you know you you're at the end of the day you're you in your mind um as mr sarver still believes that you have this power and you can do whatever you do uh do whatever you do say what you want to say and that nothing will come you know will come to light 
And what's done in the dark will always come to the light. And and you've done a lot of dark things. And so, you know, he got hit with what we call a slap on the wrist, right? Uh and I just and I just honestly think that was just Trash That was. It was. Um I think it was like ten million dollars is the most they could find him. And I think he was banned from any Phoenix dealing with anything Phoenix Suns for the entire year. Um, and the face of the league, uh, Mr. LeBron James himself, King James, um, decided that, you know, that <laughs> wasn't a harsh enough penalty um, in which I agree. And so uh, let's read what... Mr. Braun had to say, let's pull that up right now. I have it up right now on um on the uh, on the video. I want to pull it up on my phone really quick. So he said, read through the Sarva stories a few times now. I got to be honest, our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain why. Y'all read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. There's no place in this league for that kind of behavior. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership, but this isn't right. There is no place for misogyny, sexism, and racism in any workplace. Do, uh, don't matter if you own the team or play for the team. We hold our league up as an example of our values, and this ain't it. One more time. That's what he said, guys. Guys, <laughs> that's what he said, guys. And he's not wrong at all. I agree with him a hundred percent. Misogyny, sexism, and racism does not even belong in the NBA, and it hasn't. Adam Silver has done a great job of really cleaning that shit up around there, and it's with the help of the leadership of. Uh, of those of LeBron James and Chris Pauls of the world who have really spoke to a lot of the injustices that come not just with a black skin, but as a woman, okay, and others who have been marginalized in our country. And so <laughs> it's it's ridiculous as the NBA and and the NBA can say, you know, that's as much as we can do. And because there wasn't concrete evidence, you know, the owners really didn't or couldn't vote in a sense to really get him out of there. Well, as as a lot of reporters such as Chris Broussard and Rob Parker from the I couple said and um, others have said on, on, on multiple platforms, it's really not about y'all voting him out if the phoenix suns and other teams don't want to go to phoenix to play they don't have to that's how powerful the players are nowadays and low-key there's a star there's a rising to somewhat superstar on damn near every team now especially the teams that we talk about that have playoff to championship potential so when you have that type of power where every player who's a star, rising star, or superstar in this league has not only influence, 
but as even a dose of power in the NBA, you combine that and you say, hey, we're not playing in Phoenix. Hey, the Phoenix Suns can say, we ain't doing it either, bro. Cool, we on cahoots. So every team that has Phoenix on their schedule, they ain't going. And every team that is coming to Phoenix, they ain't playing. So there's empty arenas, bought season tickets. Season tickets probably have sold out. Imagine that. Imagine that. The players did it. The players have done it before. They've, they've, they've said, we ain't playing. We're not doing it. We've done it. We will do it again. And it will be led by LeBron James. And I don't think he has no this man has made over a half a billion dollars in the NBA. He don't give a fuck about what y'all talking about. <laughs> LeBron ain't giving LeBron ain't giving a fuck about what y'all talking about, bro. He done made over a half a billion. Over he's worth over a billion. What what do we what do we talk about here? Okay. Like I know the owners pay you, Adam, but at this point, I'm trying to get in so you could pay me too. Or so I can pay you too. So I got that type of power. And you know I have that type of power. So I don't even know why you're playing with me like that. Get him up out of here. He shouldn't even be here. Why is he still here? Get him up out of here. He shouldn't even have no association with the NBA. And when you start, when LeBron starts to get players on the don't all I'm saying is do not let the basketball players' powers that be start to rally. Because it's already, first of all, it's already happened. Never mind. Never mind. It's already happening. You got the lead. You got the league leader. Like cut out the cut out his play, cut out everything like that. He still looked at as the face of the league. Period. And so when you have LeBron James sitting there telling you this ain't it, literally this ain't it, then you need to take a hard look at uh at what's going on at the situation. Take a hard look at what's going on in Phoenix. Take a hard look at Mr. Sarver. And a decision needs to be made before nobody makes no money. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for real. It, it, it Listen, I'm just saying. Taking out one team for other teams is not, pri- is, is not that pricey. But Phoenix, though, Phoenix will take a hit. So it'll be like either he goes or you ain't going to really make no money this year. And the one thing, the one thing a business owner won't more than anything is that cash. So, yeah, man. Um, Lord have mercy. That's 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 one white man. Let's go to another white man. Right. Let's go. It's weird because, you know, these older white guys are just just acting a fool. It's just ridiculous. Um, So Brett Favre, uh, and it's funny, shout out to my cousin Marcus. Um, He was a big Brett Favre fan. Um, So I don't I don't want to hurt his feelings when I talk about his favorite. uh, Either one of or his favorite quarterback. I'm sorry. You feel me? Because I love you. Uh, But. Brett Favre is in the news. Um, 
and and not for the compression socks he be doing and everything like that. Them 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 sock commercials. No, he is in the news because he has been taking money from the state of Mississippi. Um, well, I'll put it. To, I'll say it like this. How about this? He was in cahoots with the governor of Mississippi and using the welfare fund to get money, basically. So in layman's terms, the governor was putting money in his account or shipping him money or check or money order, whatever it was, um, taking that money out from the welfare fund that was for the people of uh of Mississippi. Now, as everybody has been saying, um Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. Now, I love my MI cricket letter, cricket letter I, cricket letter, cricket letter I, humpback, humpback I, Mississippi Pride Pride. I love y'all. You feel me? Shout out to all my people in Mississippi. <laughs> That's a different type of strength. I'm I was born in I was born in the South. I was born in Florida, but that deep southern that deep southern strength, that's a different type of strength. Cause the the fact is that it literally we that's one of the states where we really have to we we gotta do better in Mississippi. Period. Right? We, not the Mississippians. We, the ones outside, we have to help them. That's just period. You feel me? And we talked about on the Opinionated Brother podcast about how Jackson, Mississippi is literally having either no to dirty water, right? And with me being from Flint, Michigan, I also discussed a little bit about how this is all just like merging together from Flint because if y'all don't know the Flint situation, Flint had a lot of lead, if not even still lead to this day, in their water because of the governor switching the sewage or the water um, companies and the sewage pipes and did did not notify anybody. And nothing happened. And so when we have this situation, right, we're already Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson, right, Mississippi already doesn't have the water it needs to survive, right? Like, think about this. Think about this. And, and, and it sucks because it's aligning with it, right? But you have to really think about it as such. Mississippians are trying to get it as, 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 as much as they can, especially in the condition that they are in with this whole water crisis. Now you're telling me, and I'm just in my head as a Mississippian, right? Just in my head, right? Putting myself in a Mississippian shoes. You're telling me that this white man who's also from Mississippi, let's, let's keep, let's, let's say that. Okay. Who's also, who's also from Mississippi, rich Mississippi boy. Now, remember, I believe he made about 135, 140 million during his career. You got money, okay? Unless you spend all of that sniffing, doing whatever, okay? 
drinking, do I don't know. Doing whatever, okay? You took not only because they reported before that he took a million dollars, right, out of the welfare fund. Now he claims he didn't know where it came from. He just know the governor gave him the money. Okay, cool, no problem. But then you're telling me you didn't know that it was coming from the welfare fund. Now, not only did you take a million dollars, you took five million dollars. So five million dollars of of the money. And let's keep it a being. We know what welfare is, right? It's for it's for us, okay. Let's let's keep that a bean, right? You took that money that was supposed to be for people who really, really needed that. And you blew it. Did you even give it back? Did you even help the people in your community? Well, you probably helped the people in your community, your gated community, right? That's what you did, right? It's just funny to me, like, I, I, I've, I've never watched Brett Favre play. I've never, the only time I've watched Brett Favre is on those, literally on those compression sock commercials. So when I always see a white man of any type taking from the hand of the black, honestly, and that's how I'll say it. Um, because it can be a black woman, black man, or black child. Um, he will take. Uh, he may not take physically, but honestly, he's taking monetarily, obviously. Um, it's six to my stomach. It screams privilege. It screams uh, entitlement it screams i can do this because i'm the governor because let's not let's not let's not leave the governor out of this because there's a possibility that good old you know Brett Favre didn't know but the governor knew the governor knew that he was sliding you know maybe a hundred thousand here two hundred thousand here every every month or every two weeks however he was getting paid and that was coming from the welfare fund that was supposed to help the people of Mississippi. And so, again, now that this goes into this media frenzy of the water crisis down in Jackson, Mississippi, that has been happening for a minute now, actually. You know. It just it, 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 it's showing it's showing a lot. And it's showing where where people's mindsets are when it comes to poor people. When it comes to people who are not as wealthy or not as successful or what the world deems as successful. And what 
America hasn't put into the infrastructure of or helped rebuild in in some of these states, especially Mississippi. And for a president to um, really not care, um, it's sad. It's sad upon your leadership. Um, Because for me, you can send all the National Guards out there you want. Um, Bottle water here, bottle water there. Uh, We just watched a doc. Um, or we just seen something on how literally Dasani and Aquafina are literally tap water. So the Dasani that could be made locally or statewide, that's maybe in Mississippi. Come on now. <laughs> like, do y'all y'all get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that's tied into the whole Brett Favre situation, but the similarities in what is going on and how people are just taking away from Mississippi is sickening. It's really, really sickening. And I don't like it. And if there's if there's anybody who knows how I could help with donating water or what like something in, in that in that form please let me know please let me know in the comments um, real comments only I don't have time for the fake shit like for real I'm, tr- I'm trying to you know help out for real because you know I, I did I do it with Flint a little bit you know and I, I you know I, I want to do the same with Jackson so um, yeah please let me know in the comments um, all right. So after that, we got the dark side of the ring, right? So let me tell you all about this show, y'all. Listen, 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 listen. The dark side of the ring. <sighs> Man. It was some stories in there that, you know, kind of knew about. You know, most of these stories, I was definitely not old enough to even, one, be alive, and two, if I was alive, I was a toddler, (laughs) right? I was born in 94, so, you know, most of this happened in, like, the the, the 80s, you know, 90s, you know, when I was, you know, in my mother's womb, you know, not even thought of to the world, then in my mother's womb and then coming out. So it was, it was, I didn't, I didn't get into wrestling until maybe the early 2000s, maybe like 2001 to, you know, type of, type of thing. And so, um, um, it was like 2000, 2001. Yeah. That's when I really got into wrestling and SmackDown. Like SmackDown was the first brand that I, that I turned to. But anyway, um, the Dark Side of the Ring is one of those documentary series that I think if you are a real wrestling fan, um, it's very interesting for you to get into. I've, I've, I've finished season one. I'm in season two now. Um, and man, when I tell y'all season two, well, season one was crazy, right? Um, I think the craziest one for me was the Montreal Screwjob and, uh, or the craziest ones for me was the Montreal Screwjob um, and the Fabulous Moolah, right? Uh, 
what I did know about the screw job is that I think Sean or what is to be told is that Sean was in on it. Now, I did see, you know, when Brett came in WWE and they hashed it out and yada, yada. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of agree with Brett, right? Um, I'm the champion and I want to go out as such. I'll hand over the title, vacate the title, and that's it. We've seen a lot of plays like that. Why couldn't it be like that? Um, is it because that Vince, you know, knew he was going to WCW? Probably, you know. But, I mean, Vince was ruthless, you know, in, in a lot of the shit that he did. Um, you know, just on screen and what we, you know, know from folks or what has been told off screen. So, you know, he 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 had a... He had a, he ruled with an iron fist over WWE. That was it, and said, and and chose to screw over Brett. And what Brett told us, or what Brett told through the screen, is he literally punched the shit out of Vince McMahon. <laughs> Woo! Punched that man in the like I mean uppercut his ass to the point where he fell off the ground. He felt he 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 his feet came up off the ground and he fell back. Like, ah, yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you got, you got to take a couple in the wrestling business for real sometimes, but, um, Hey, I mean, I, I do believe Brett got screwed. Cause I was just like, what the hell? How you, how you do that? But the, I think the most interesting one for me though, was the fabulous move, right? So far. Um, now I've heard of May Young, May Young was her, her, I always wondered who the fabulous Moolah was because they were still, I was still watching them on like SmackDown for real. Like they would come on SmackDown, her and May Young, shout out to them. Um, and rest in peace to both of them. But um, I, they had it up there and I was like, really? She was part of dark side. Interesting. And it's not like part of the dark side, you know, it ain't none of that. But it's like it tells you kind of the the unglamorous parts of the of the wrestling world, what people don't want you to hear. And I will always say the wrestling world, in a sense, was almost like social media. Right. And I think this is why WWE and social media merge so well together is because WWE kind of formulated a blueprint of giving you the, the 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 character the outer surface layer of who I am or not even just a character and I'm going to play this character and then when I get home off this off the screen off the light when the lights are off boom, 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 I'm, I'm I'm human again a lot of acting a lot of all of, so yeah but I think with the fabulous Moolah, to know that she had, you know, Moolah Drive and she was, you know, not only one of the first women to um, be big and be a superstar in wrestling, but, you know, the first woman to really talent book and, you know, to put on and to help um, uh, 
to help the first black um, woman's wrestler. You know what I'm saying? One of the first black women's wrestlers, Sweet Georgia Brown. You know, I've heard of Sweet Georgia Brown. Even though, even though in that documentary, the children of Miss uh, Sweet Georgia Brown said that Fabulous Moolah didn't treat her right, which during that time, I do believe. Any black person during that time wasn't probably treated right. And as her being the first black woman to wrestle, when you're being managed by the fabulous Mula and her business partner, and you're kind of better than the fabulous Mula, you're ranked number four in the world. Oh, yeah. They're trying to keep you on a leash, and they're going to do whatever they can to do it. So it's just things like that. We, it's the Macho Man Randy Savage one. It was. It was. It's just some good ones on there that I believe, um, as wrestling fans, I think we need to check out if you haven't already, right? And if you have already, why did you keep this away from me? Y'all should have said something. Jesus Christ, you know what I'm saying? I I, I like wrestling documentaries. What's wrong with y'all? All right, let's get Scrap on the line real quick. Let's see if we can get him on the lines. Hold on. See if we can get him on the lines. See if we can get Cousin Scrap on the lines. See if we can get him on the lines. Let's see. Let's see. Uh Uh-oh. I don't think we can get him. Uh Uh-oh. I think he's driving. I think he's driving, guys. Please leave your Dang, we got the please leave your message. Womp, womp, womp. All right. Well, that's all right. Um, We got the picks that we on. Hold on. Uh, he said, give me a sec. All right, no problem. All right, cool. No problem, no problem, no problem. But listen, we got some things to talk about, right? All right, so... We're back with the NFL. You feel what I'm saying? Here again. Right? Told y'all we got a lot more sprinkle in betweens than basketball talk today. And the NFL did did some uh week one was very exciting. I seen a lot of highlights this uh for week one. I was excited for week one. I was I was really excited for this season. I really don't get excited for football season, but I don't know what it is about this season in particular. Um, I don't know if it's Tom Brady coming back and then, you know, thinking about retiring, then coming back and then thinking about retiring, then coming back. <laughs> hey, man, y'all. <laughs> hey, Tom, Br- Tom Brady is hilarious, bro. That man is like, yo, if I get here one more time, I'm out this bitch. You heard me? I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hit me one more. Hey, O-line, defend me. What is wrong with y'all? Jesus. <laughs> oh, man, but week one did go off without a hitch. I saw a lot of people talking about it. So um, let's talk. Let's briefly go over uh, while Scrap um, is, is getting ready. Let's briefly go over some of the scores, and then we'll go over some of the scores with him. Um, so Denver versus Seahawks. Denver loss to the Seahawks uh, by one point. Um, as you know, uh, Russell Wilson left the Seahawks, went to Denver, got paid 
handsomely uh, to be over at Denver. And this was honestly one of those games where, hey, I see you, you see me. What's good? Old team, new team, what's happening? And, you know, to a, to a quarterback standard, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson had a good, a, a good game, right? I think he had a TD. Um, threw for three, uh, three forty. People, you somewhere up in there. He had one ninety nine during the, uh, you know, on third downs, or I believe in the third quarter, he had one hundred ninety nine yards. You know, um, but for some reason, the coach, and I don't know his name, but the coach decided to put the kicker in to kick a sixty four or something or a sixty plus yarder, and I'm like. Now I play, I play Madden Mobile, right? And in none of the games I'm playing, am I about to see, on any of the fourth and anything? Am I about to kick the field goal? If I'm if I'm in range, I'm going for the play. But even I'm not about to kick no sixty-four yard field goal, right? Like that's stupid. Now you gotta have like a, I mean, you gotta have some strength up in there you gotta have some like hockey up in that thing and that's a that's a one piece reference for people who understand it like you gotta have some strength up in there like you gotta bomb that thing you gotta you you almost gotta break your leg like your hip bone almost gotta come out of place for you to get up there like that because what but okay and you let it, and 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 you didn't let Russell Wilson do what his thing, do his thing, and that's why he came to Denver so he could do his thing. Because obviously Pete Carroll wouldn't let him do his thing, so he when you wanted to come over and do his thing, you didn't let him do his thing. And this is why I said we these are some things in Week One that have to get nipped in the bud because now everybody's looking at Denver's coach like, okay, listen, you got one more time, and that's it. We didn't pay this man two fifty. He really wanted to play. He was he was hot. You should have just gave him the ball, even if he didn't get the touchdown. I believe Russell would have got you up to at least the twenty twenty, the twenty five twenty yard line, so you could have kicked a field goal, my nigga, a clean one, one that would have went through, so the game would have been like nineteen seventeen. Your go. You fucked up. Oh, well. Um, Come back, you know, this week. You feel me? Uh, Baltimore beat New Jersey. Uh, the New Jersey. Uh, I'm sorry. The New York. Uh, New York Jets. New Jersey. Ah. Um, New York Jets by 24 to 9. Um, and y'all know I got Baltimore going to the Super Bowl. Um, I want Lamar Jackson to win his, his second MVP. So, you know, this is a good start for us. Shout out to y'all. Uh, Cleveland and Cap, uh, and Carolina, uh, Cleveland won by two points, 26, 24. Um, and another one when it comes to, Hey, old team, new team, uh, Baker Mayfield, um, left Cleveland cause you know, Cleveland didn't want him and he got mad and everything like that. Boo hoo crying and wham, wham, wham. And you know, he came to Carolina and, and Almost had it again. It's it's all it's, it's a lot of these almost had it. This ain't horseshoe. I need y'all to get out the horseshoe mindset. This is not it. This is not it. Okay? I need y'all to get out of the horseshoe mindset. Right? 
because this is not it. Y'all got to come on. Um, do I think Baker Mayfield can make a splash this season? Uh, yeah, as much as he can give himself. Um, if he doesn't take himself too seriously and just does what he does on the field, like he got, like he did when he um, took Oklahoma to the, uh, the Final Four in the college finals, um, just do what you need to do. You know, use the weapons that's around you, and don't worry about the don't worry about the other shit. Um, just do what you need to do. Um, now this was an interesting one: the Houston Texans and the uh, Indianapolis Colts had a had a one one. You know, had a tie this 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 game. Um, interesting because I haven't I haven't really seen a tie in a while. So we'll see what happens with Indianapolis and Houston. Uh, the Jaguars lost to the Washington Commanders. Is that the team? I think that's the team. Um, which is interesting. Um, obviously, the Washington Commanders. That name is just that name is just interesting as hell. The Washington Commanders, huh? I honestly just like Washington football team. It should just been Washington football. It just it. I don't know. Washington football team just made it feel so high school, right? But even still, some high school teams just be, I don't know, their names be better. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but damn, Jacksonville, I kind of want, wanted y'all to be good. You know, you know, after Jacksonville made that run in the playoffs, I think it was like to the NFC championship, they ain't been good since. And I'm like, where the hell have y'all been? Y'all, they went like, well, they went like, 12 and something had to be right and they blew it in the nfc championship game i think yeah they were supposed to win mm, sick it's like what do you mm, mm, mm. well then this was a pretty bad game um had a pretty bad some pretty bad games uh this week too right um this was one uh miami clipping uh new england and um 20 to 7 and it wasn't a big lead but for new england only to set, uh to score seven points uh to a miami team which miami is good this year um and will be good and has honestly been good um i think they just have to have trust in their quarterback i think tua is their quarterback so um i think the trust that they have to have in tua I think relies on the coaching staff and the organization as a whole. But uh, to know like New England can and and everybody's been raving about the new quarterback. Well, not raving, but you know, just just saying that the new quarterback over in New England has a chance. I think you know, I think he's number eleven or something like that. I don't know his name, but um, seven points. Okay, if we banking on defense. Um, to maybe win games here, you gotta make sure your quarterback can can at least control the offense. You know, so um, shout out to them. Hopefully, they have a a good season. Um, Atlanta and New Orleans. Now, <laughs> I thought Atlanta won this game at at. At, I thought because DC Young Fly put on his Instagram that, you know, Atlanta beat the Saints. And I'm like, oh, word? Okay. 
come through, turn up. But as I'm looking here, I'm like, well, what the hell happened? And at one point, what did they do? Right? What happened? New Orleans. Damn. But don't sleep on Atlanta. Right? That's all I got to say. For real, for real. Uh, this game right here was kind of sad to me. I, I really wanted my my Lions to win this. Philly beat the Lions uh, 38 to 35. Um, oh, New Orleans scored with Atlanta 26, uh, 27 26. It was a close game. Uh, another close game, Philly Detroit 30 35. Um, watch the highlights of this. Um, I'm actually, and I don't say this often, but I'm actually pretty excited for the Lions season. Um, I haven't seen us put 35 points up on the board and hang with teams, not just elite teams, but teams in a while, right? And even though we lost here, uh, the fact that we can hang with Philly in the way that we did, I think we put more of a pressure on them than I think they did us. Um... I think we dropped the ball on a couple a couple plays here and there, but I think at the end of the day, if we have this same type of tenacity, and y'all don't sleep on Jared Goff. Like, I need y'all not to sleep on Jared Goff. Jared Goff did go to a fucking Super Bowl. He may not have won, but he did go to a Super Bowl. So please don't sleep on Jared Goff. He was just with the Rams, not even, in, I believe, in 2018, 2019. So don't sleep on Jared Goff. He did go to a Super Bowl, and I believe – like yo, Jared Goff can do a little some, little 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 bit of something, something with his offense. And I'm saying, if there's offense and if this, like, we'll figure out the defense a little later. But if this offense can keep what it's doing, I think. You know what? No, I believe even if we're a wild card team, that we will make the playoffs. Period. I will say it. Uh, Pittsburgh beat Cincinnati 23-20. I, I literally watched the highlights of this game. Joe Burrow was supposed to win this game. I'm not even going to hold you. Joe Burrow was supposed to win this game. Literally, it was like two or three plays that he missed that I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You had this in the bag. You could have won this by 14. Easy. 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 But you know who wasn't easy? TJ Watt. You feel me? He kept coming. Listen, Joe Burrow, I believe, got sacked like, what, 70? They said like 50-something times, maybe 70-something times. It was between those numbers, right? He got sacked a lot. And TJ Watt didn't let the fuck up either. He said, nope. He sacked him at, at least, because they highlighted it. He, he got sacked at least, at least four times. At least four times by TJ. And that was crazy. Joe Burrow, that O-line needs to help you out. And don't be afraid of the moment. Go for it. You could have beat Pittsburgh. 23-20 uh, Pittsburgh. San Fran and Chicago. Chicago won 19-10. Um, Gonna be interesting to see what they're gonna do with San Fran's uh, tra uh new quarterback. Uh, they believe in him, and I know they got Jimmy Garoppolo in the wing, but yo, 
Jimmy G, listen, as bad as everybody say Jimmy G is, Jimmy G still took y'all to some NFC Championship games and the Super Bowl, I believe. So, don't hate on Jimmy just because he couldn't get it done, you know, in one year. Critique him, give your opinion, of course, but don't hate on the man just because he didn't, you know. I hope he, I hope, I, you know what? I hope that Jimmy G plays outstandingly well this year. Like, for real. Not in spite of the newest quarterback that's there. But kind of in spite of what the media owners, maybe GMs and the front office, may or might be saying. For real. Real talk. Because I look at a guy like T.O. T.O. can still run a what? Four. He said he can still run a 450. That's pretty fast to me. T.O. doesn't need to be running down the, doesn't need to be running all, all the way, all the way willy nilly down the field anyway. You give him some slant routes. He'll be fine. Short routes. He'll be fine. Yo, I'm not I'm like, I'm looking at T.O. like, hey, you want to come to the Lions, nigga? Like, come to the Lions. Like, stop playing. Come to the Lions, man. Jeez. They ain't treating you right over there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Green Bay and Minnesota. Minnesota beat Green Bay 23-7. to uh, I'm not shocked here. Um... Green Bay lost a lot of assets, and their new assets are not, you know, well-equipped yet to probably handle not only the bright lights of the NFL, but actually the hard-hitting hits of the NFL, too, especially at that fast pace. Um, so I believe Green Bay will bounce back, but don't watch. Don't sleep on also Minnesota, all right? Kansas City versus uh, the Arizona Cardinals. This was Kyler Murray versus um, Patrick Mahomes. And this was nowhere close. Nowhere close at all. Uh, Kansas City won literally by 23 points. Um, Patrick Mahomes put up five TDs, uh, 44 points. I believe he had over 300 yards. Um, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. And... If he continues to play like this, he will be with Lamar Jackson in the running for MVP. And, yes, I'm still going to put him in the running. <laughs> but five, t five TDs, hey, Seuss, it was crazy. I was like, this man is bonkers. And whoever didn't put Patrick Mahomes at, like, number one or even top two or three, in the quarterback position, y'all are stupid. Like, we can argue Tom Brady at number one all day, but I won't refute you. We can argue it, but I won't refute it. Now, number two, I don't know who's better than Patrick Mahomes right now. Who? Four NFC four straight NFC, AFC tie, uh, title appearances. Two of them, he won. Okay. So he's a two-time AFC uh, 
uh, title holder. That means he went to the Super Bowl twice, and he's won one. So a Super Bowl championship, two Super Bowl appearances, and four AFC championship appearances. And what are we talking about? Right? Didn't he throw for like 5,000 plus yards one year? Was it the year that he won the Super Bowl? What are we talking about? So is it out the realm that he couldn't win MVP? Absolutely not. This man could definitely win MVP. But I'm going to just go with Lamar Jackson. <laughs> uh, Las Vegas lost to the LSA. Uh, LSA. LSA. <laughs> Um, the LA Chargers 19 to 24. Uh, the New York Giants lost to Tennessee 21 to 20. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Dallas 19 to three. And in that, uh, Dallas actually uh, lost Dak Prescott for the millionth thousandth time. Um, it's interesting because Dak at this point, is uh, becoming the, and I'm, mm, I don't even want to say it like this, but uh, no, I'm not gonna say it, <laughs> cause you know what, yeah, cause I can put him and Anthony Davis in the same category. He's becoming the Anthony Davis of of his own league. Like Anthony Davis is injury prone. He's great. He's a great player, but he's injury prone, and we don't get to see him a lot during the seasons. Dak Prescott is that same person. These last two to three seasons, every start to the season, there's something wrong where he's out for six to eight weeks. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I hope, uh, first of all, I hope, one, I hope you get better. Two, I hope they don't cut you. Because I don't know if I was an owner, what if I would do? Especially when I didn't do much in the offseason to make sure that if you did go down, that we would be solid on the backup quarterback end. Now, I don't know Cooper Rush. I haven't even seen him play. But from what I've heard, Cooper Rush is either a, a, a decent quarterback or not that great. And what people want to heart back to, mostly Skip Bayless, is his game with Minnesota that he won. That's fine. But he's going to have to play in week two. So we'll see about that. And then last but not least, Buffalo beat the uh, defending uh, Super Bowl champions, uh, the L.A. Rams, 31-10. Uh, to 10 Blowout victory for Josh Allen, which Buffalo and Josh Allen are the Super Bowl favorites. Now, let's get to week two. Um, and so the schedule for week two we have. Uh, the Carolina Panthers at uh, the Giants. Um, and I'm actually going to take Baker Mayfield uh, over San Juan Barkley over the Giants. I know that they are 1-0, and I know that the Giants are trying to make a splash. Shout out to New York. You know, I'm living in New York, so I, you know, going against this team is kind of, you know, probably, you know, probably a death wish. But listen, it's all good. I, I, I Kind of want Baker Mayfield to kind of get back on his on his game and everything like that. So I think they'll they'll pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville wins this at home. 
Um, they'll be back at home. So th- I believe this is their home opener. So they'll be good. I think Indianapolis takes uh, an L here. Uh, Miami at Baltimore. I'm going to go because this is good. This is Tua, you know, Lamar, you know, quarterback, quarterback. Um, I'm going to go Baltimore here. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, Miami is no slouch. So I think it'll be a close game here. New England at Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh wins it. TJ Watt is nothing to be. um, And that defense is nothing to play with. I feel like Pittsburgh will be either a top three or either number one defense in uh, for this season. Um, So look out for the pit uh, Pittsburgh Steelers winning this game. Um, New York, uh, New York Jets versus Cleveland or at Cleveland. Um, I I don't hold too much stake in the Jets. Um, I've heard from a lot of New Yorkers around town that the Jets ain't really that, you know, now Jets fans will tell you different, but, but, you know, um, we'll see what happens, but I do have Cleveland winning this game. Now, one of the games that is highlighted, um, on the schedule is, uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Now, New Orleans has had Tampa Bay's number on the regular season tip for the last about six or seven seasons. And so, and four of those seasons, I be, uh, or two of those, three of those seasons, I believe, have been Tom Brady-esque seasons. And so he's lost to New Orleans in the uh, the regular season for, for a while now. And so I will look for Tom Brady to get some, some payback this year, uh, but I don't hold it against New Orleans because New Orleans is still a great team. So I'm looking for this to be a very, very, very close game that could either swing the pendulum, but my answer is going to be the GOAT. I think he'll pull it out in a close game. Washington at Detroit. Now, I could be biased here, but I'm going to go with Detroit. I think we pull it out um, after seeing that game um, with uh, against Philly, you know, losing by three, we really could have won that game in a, in a lot of senses. We 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 had a few hiccups, but I think we cleaned those hiccups up this week, and <clears throat> riding the momentum of that game one, I think we will come into, uh, I think Washington will come into our house, being us a home opener, and uh, we will get it done. No, that's not our home opener. Our home opener was last week. Sorry. Uh, Atlanta at the Rams. Um, I'm looking for the Rams to kind of kind of bounce back, but I'm also looking for Atlanta to bounce back too. Uh, they lost a close one to New Orleans last week. So I'm looking for both these teams to bounce back. So this will be a close game too, I believe. But I'm, I'm going to look for the Super Bowl champions to edge this out. You know, they, they lost that, that game to Buffalo in a very, very um, <laughs> interesting fashion. Uh and um, I don't think that's going to be good for, you know, them going forward if they lose two in a row. Uh, so look out for the Rams maybe edging out the the Falcons uh, in week two. All right. Seahawks at San Francisco. I see the Seahawks winning in San Francisco. Um, we got uh, the Cardinals at Las Vegas, the Raiders. Um, Kyler Murray might still one out here. Uh, but don't sleep on Vegas either. But I do see Kyler Murray maybe going and getting his first win at Vegas. Uh, Cincinnati versus Dallas. I definitely see, uh, see Cincinnati bouncing back and getting giving Dallas their second their second uh, loss of the season. Uh, with Dak Prescott down, it's kind of you know I don't want to say easy pickings, but 
it's kind of easy pickings to kind of get him now. I'm not going to say Cooper Rush won't be great at the position, but we'll just have to see when we get there. But I do uh, predict that Cincinnati and Joe Burrow will uh, make a splash and get back on the right foot with a 1-1 record. Uh, Houston at Denver, uh, I believe, again, in this situation too, uh, Denver will get back on a good foot with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson will have another great game. Um, it'll, they'll probably throw for like 350-400, and they'll probably win that game, bounce back. And I hope the coach understands that in those situations, you you let your, you let your, your, your leader lead. And if the players want him to lead, then you let him lead. So I'm going to look for Denver to edge out Houston at home, right? Um, Chicago at Green Bay. I look for Green Bay to kind of bounce back as well after their loss. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers has been in the heat for a lot of things over the past couple years since he, you know, lied about his immunization and, you know, kind of just being a prima donna in the green, you know, in, 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 in the Green Bay locker room and everything. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to play for a player who has a lot of, media attention around him whether uh that be even positive or negative more negative than anything and i think what aaron Rodgers is getting from even a lot of people that love him um is a lot of negative media attention and i don't know if he knows how to react to it and and take it but you're you're gonna have to adapt to that because that is your reality in a sense because you kind of made that your reality but i do see green bay um, maybe edging out Chicago um, for um, at home uh, for week two. I do see Buffalo um, at home uh, versus Tennessee um, winning that game as well. Uh, Philly and Minnesota. Philly is at home for this game. I do see Minnesota edging that out, giving Philly their first loss of the season. And finally, Kansas City versus uh, the L.A. Chargers. Actually, that is actually done today. The Kansas City um, – actually beat the LA Chargers today um 27 to 24 in which let's see in a great AFC showdown you feel what I'm saying so um listen we can we can sit here and say like yo the Chargers the Chargers the AFC is stacked let's just say that the AFC is stacked so when we see these now you know Patrick Mahomes and 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 Kansas City is going to be a great it, it the AFC is going to be a great division to watch in the playoffs. You feel what I'm saying? So we'll look out for that. We'll we'll check out for that. We'll probably get Scrap back in next week for his picks, um, for week two uh, or his week two reviews and his week three picks. All right. I love you guys. Be easy. Stay breezy. All right. Be good. Stay good. Um, if you have any suggestions on. Uh, what what you would like to hear from us on the show, please put it down in the comments. Anything that we talked about today, please put it in the comments. What do you think? What are your predictions for week one? Uh, I'm sorry, week two. What do you think about week one? How did it go for you for NFL? Um, and the, uh, 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 um, honestly, to all my people who uh, play fantasy, you know, how's it going over there now? You know, say after week one, let us know in the comments um for everything all right make sure that you follow us on instagram at underscore grind it out on instagram and the grind it out show on facebook you can also watch this video and more from our clips and everything on the thc media network uh here on youtube and um on twitter and on tiktok all right 
Thank you guys for listening to our listeners. Thank you so much. We love you so much. We appreciate you to our viewers. We love you and thank you so much for watching. And y'all be good. This has been another one. That was the wrong sound. <laughs> one more time. Y'all be good. I love y'all. Peace.